Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Right now we're going to talk NFL. Uh, congrats, uh, I was going to say congratulations. Introducing uh, Shiraz Soyser, the head coach of New Zealand's national flag football team. Uh, g'day Shiraz, how you doing? Hey Ricardo, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Now, uh, to set the set the table for us to start with, uh, I, I do a TAB bet every day on a multi, uh, and today I went all American, a couple of NBA games, and I went the Ravens to beat the Saints. Um, now Logan gave me some stats that made me think maybe maybe the Saints are more of a, a sniff than I thought here, but uh, I thought they the, the Ravens have been travelling pretty well, and they I thought they had a good uh, a good trade window as well. What, what's your take? Yeah, look, I agree with both those points. Um, the challenge with the Saints is they're very much a non-traditional style offense. You know, they they do have a, a, a you know a traditional QB in, in Andy Dalton who comes in and does his thing, but they'll also sprinkle in um, you know a whole bunch of other aspects, which really makes it tricky. It's one of those teams that on their day they can they can do quite a lot of things. Um, the Ravens have really shown up their their defense in particular uh, with the trade deadline, getting Roquan Smith. So, you know, they fixed one of their biggest holes. They're still struggling with injuries a little bit, but, you know, they've got the ultimate wild card in, in Lamar Jackson, and I think that's going to be the difference. Where does Lamar Jackson sit for you at the moment in the uh, in the ranking of all the quarterbacks in the NFL? Because, I mean, we've seen Aaron Rodgers fall away. We'll get to that in a bit. Tom Brady's not, you know, well, he's 45, so you wouldn't expect him to be the player he was. Patrick Mahomes, is, I guess, is, is, is still up there. But where uh, does Lamar Jackson sit for you? Yeah, look, I, I probably have him in that in that top tier. Um, I'd, I'd say I'd have Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, um, Lamar Jackson, um, and... Uh, Josh Allen, sorry, I'm trying to think of the name. Yeah, and, and that'll be my top tier. You definitely, definitely lost the, um, you know, the old heads in, in Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers. I think they're no longer in that upper echelon. Uh, these guys like Joe Burrow who's sort of creeping up there, but um, that's sort of where I'd place Lamar Jackson that top four QB grouping. Yeah, all right. Well, that's uh, that's good. So, okay, you're on me. All right, we're on me. They're a point and a half favourite today against the Saints. That game getting underway just after two o'clock. Sure, uh, we did mention Aaron Rodgers, and man, uh, yesterday all went south for him. He threw three interceptions inside the opponent's 25 yard line. Um, in the last 10 seasons, only four players have done that, including Fitzpatrick, Bortles, and Kyle Allen. Uh, I think a lot of people were writing off Tom Brady earlier, but it looks like Aaron Rodgers is the one that's really gone off the boil. Yeah, it's it's, it's really interesting and quite shocking, actually. I mean, I've been you know I've been watching Aaron Rodgers quite closely, being a Bears fan um, over the last sort of decade, and he's doing things that I've never seen him do. Um, he's double guessing himself. He's not 
you know, he's not throwing the, the, the same level or he's not throwing with the same level of timing and confidence that he was in the past. Um, you know, uh, he, he's sort of going away from his reads and, you know, all the tools are still there. He can still throw on the run. He's still got the amazing arm power, but it just looks like he doesn't trust his teammates anymore and it's his system sort of falling falling apart around him. Um, you know, whether that's because he's lost some of his, his best, um, you know, weapons around him, uh, I don't know. Uh, possibly... Um, him sort of getting to the back end of his career and and not being as uh, you know tuned into what the defenses are doing and defenses constantly ad- adjust and make changes and maybe he's just not one step ahead of them as he used to be. No, I mean you know it's one thing losing games, but losing fifteen nine to the to the Detroit Lions is something else. Yeah. I, I did see uh, one pundit uh, on ESPN say it was the worst game of any fellow he's ever watched. Um, they currently sit three and six, tied with your Bears in the NFC North, behind the Vikings that are seven and one. If the Packers don't make, get, don't get a wild card this season because they're not going to catch the Vikings uh, by, by the looks of things, is that it for Aaron Rodgers? Do you think they'll tr- tr- just try and try and get rid? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, look, ultimately, when a team isn't winning and they don't have, you know, they don't have the weapons to sort of come through the ranks and, and really make a difference in the next couple of years. You really need to think about your quarterback position. Um, you usually have a lot of money sunk into that, and that makes sense if you're you know if you're contending and you're ready to win. But teams that are really rebuilding um, do a lot better when your QB is is you know either not costing your arm and leg or is on one of those rookie contracts that can build weapons around them. And that's the problem that the Packers have right now. They've got a lot of money and a lot of their salary cap invested in the quarterback position, and they don't have the ability to build the other positions. And without Rodgers able to sort of elevate those other positions, they've really got to have a good think about what they do. And, and my gut feel is they'll, they'll, if he wants to keep playing, trade him to a, to a contender that has a, a team built around him and, and probably start from scratch. Yeah, all right. Who do you think might be... Uh, open to trading for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we saw uh, De- the Denver Broncos this season sort of play that that Hail Mary to get uh, Russell Wilson, and um, I, I doubt that they'll want to do it, but it's a team like that you're looking for, right? Yeah, it's quite interesting. I mean, the team that's always sort of been linked to him has been the 49ers. That's where he's sort of grown up and, and, and a big fan of. Um, I don't know if the need is as acute anymore. I mean, they've shown that um, Jimmy Garoppolo can come in and, and, and run their offense with Trey Lance out. I'd say they'd want to sort of stick to Trey Lance as their development option. Um, there's a few teams to watch, though. I mean, it, it really depends on who you know who gets one of those draft picks that can that can hit in the draft. Um, but you know, it, right now there isn't really a, 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 an obvious hole in a, in a team that needs him that have all the other positions ready to win. But there's. It'll be one of those teams that either a quarterback goes down, um, or or they have a situation turn up where perhaps they're, you know, uh, the QB is not quite getting them to where they need to be. Um, so, one team to sort of keep an eye on, I would say at this stage, would be the Patriots. Um, if if the Mac Jones experience can go the way they want, I can't see that team sort of rebuilding for too long. But but yeah. That would be an interesting fit with Belichick, um, given the you know the, the Brady Rogers rivalry over the years. So uh, yeah, definitely one to watch, mate. Um, is there a more surprising divisional leader currently in the NFL than the Seahawks in the NFC West? Because the beginning of the season, I thought they'd blown everything up to start again, and they were in rebuild. But they lead it on a six-three record ahead of the Niners and the Rams and the Cardinals, who we all thought would be there or thereabouts. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, look at it. it their sort of formula is is they've got a, 
an offense that we didn't expect to be this high powered. Yes, they've always had the receivers. They've got you know they've got Metcalf, they've got Lockett, they've got a, a bunch of other pieces as well. Um, they've got a good young running back, but everyone wrote them off on offense because they've got Geno Smith at quarterback. Um, it was either going to be um, Geno Smith or a bunch of you know uh, younger players who are sort of sitting in the wings. Geno Smith was a high draft pick. He was a number one overall, you know, sorry, first round pick a few years ago, and he had a great you know college career at West Virginia, where uh, me included, uh, a lot of people thought he was set up for success, but unfortunately he got drafted by the Jets in a system that wasn't quite ready for him or, or, or built to succeed. Um, what Gino's done this year is an absolute revelation. He's he's doing for you know working to a level of efficiency that people haven't seen from him in the past, and he's in that upper tier of quarterbacks from that perspective. I saw some odds for MVP. I think he's sixth in the race. So he's been a real catalyst for that team and, and a big reason for that. Their defense is still lagging quite far behind, but what that does mean is the offense has complete license to go for it, and that's what's been a big success for them. And, and in fact, that's sort of one of the reasons they're one of the most fun teams to watch on a on a weekly basis because they, they score points and they allow points as well. There was a, a lot of games, very tight games yesterday. I think three or four of them finished 20-17, to 17, so it was a day for the kickers. Uh, but uh, well, a kicker that didn't get it won, it was all done off Brady's arm, was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But they were on the back foot most of the game. They were chasing the game. And then, you know, with about a minute or so to go, Brady drove them down the field uh, in about 50 seconds and, you know, threw a, another touchdown pass. Uh, just as you think it's time for him to, to bow out, um, he comes good again and does something like that that only Tom Brady can do. I mean, the Bucks are still four and five, but the NFC South isn't exactly competitive at the moment, is it? No, it's really interesting, isn't it? I mean, pre-season or even at the start of the season, you would have sort of circled this game and gone, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that one. Um, but it turned out to be one of the, the toughest cover watches uh, of the season so far. Um, neither team was re- was particularly efficient um, and not really what we would expect to see from, from these two offences, to be completely honest. Um, I, yes, you know, a team had to win that game. I, I think Tom Brady had a good finish to that game. Um, but all in all, I don't think either of those teams are going to gonna go anywhere unless they're really, really, t- you know, make changes uh, over the second half of the season. What about the LA Rams then? Because, I mean, they are, you know, Super Bowl champions. What's gone wrong? They've, they've gone right out the back door, haven't they? Yeah, and, and this is not, you know, not something that is completely, um, uh, you know, out of the blue uh, with with Super Bowl champions. You do quite have often, and it's called a Super Bowl hangover quite often, where teams don't, you know, turn up pretty much the same and constructed the same, just don't have the same level of impact that they had in the past. Um, you know, there's, there's a number of holes uh, on the Rams team, but I think the biggest one really is the offensive line. Um, what we're really seeing this season is how important, you know, offensive line play is to the overall success of a team. You know, the, the defense is still pretty good. We saw that yesterday. But if you don't have an offensive line, that's A, going to give your quarterback time to make, um, you know, uh, the decisions he needs to make, as well as uh, allows your running game to establish, you don't really have um, a lot of opportunity for success. You know, and the only team we've only teams sort of we've seen that, that have been able to break those shackles are teams that have really mobile quarterbacks. Um, where, you know, you take away some of the limitations of your offensive line by having a QB uh, able to run out of the pocket and the Rams definitely aren't one of those teams with Matthew Stafford. No, they're not. Uh are you surprised they didn't do more before the trade window closed? Um 
Uh, yeah, but I think the problem with the Rams, though, is is I don't think they've got as many, you know, um, uh, tools to trade away at this stage. Um, the you know getting offensive linemen, especially productive offensive linemen, is something you don't often see at trade deadlines. You know, you see uh, wide receivers, running backs, you know, players who are sort of outside of their rotations, or, or perhaps you know not getting the game time they need, or, or having other issues, get traded quite often. You very rarely see productive offensive linemen get traded, um, and 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 unfortunately, that's something you've just got to fix in the off season. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, the we've got two teams that are looking pretty good in the NFC, and the Eagles at eight and zero, and the Vikings at seven and one. How do you rate their Super Bowl chances? Those two teams, given uh, who's sort of bubbling away on the AFC side of things. Yeah, look, I mean, I think the Eagles are definitely someone to to watch out for. I, you know, I watched their game against the Texans on on Friday. I did. I thought the Texans were uh, quite a lot more. You know, uh, had to give them a lot more credit than I thought I'd had to going into that game. Um, but the Eagles are, are just a lot of class. You know, they've got a combination of a fantastic offensive line. They've got some really good wide receiver weapons. Um, they've got you know a fantastic quarterback and and also a pretty good defense, especially at secondary. So they are built like a team that I think have a real shot. The the big thing for them is keeping um, Jalen Hurts healthy. Um, and if they can do that, I do think they're one of the teams. And, and they're probably, for me, the favorites doing the, the Super Bowl. Uh, the Vikings, I'm not so sure. I feel like the, the Vikings, to me, have a feel of a of a team that, you know, starts the season 7-1, and one, but perhaps with a few games going their way could it could be quite different and I would expect them to come back to the norm a little bit and be a bit more of a mid-table team uh, over the second half of the season. All right, uh, let's have a look at AFC North. You mentioned the Bills, um, uh, sorry, you mentioned the Pats earlier. They're at five and four, but they are bottom currently of the of the AFC East. That is a strong division. The Jets from nowhere at six and three, the Dolphins at six and three and six and two for the Bills. Um, we've got the we've talked the Ravens, the Titans bubbling away there. Uh, but for me, it looks like what Bills and Chiefs uh, in the AFC. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, the Chiefs, you know, um, Patrick Mahomes yesterday showing um, how phenomenal he can be. Teams have really adjusted to the Chiefs over the last couple of years, and they're doing they're placing too high safeties to make sure Mahomes can't beat them with their arm talent. With his arm talent. What he's doing now is he's showing that he can distribute the ball across the board, and he's really taken away, um, you know, that that correction that teams have made. So I think they're they're probably looking at like the best team out of the AFC. Um, the next, the the other team um, I'd suggest would be the Bills, just like you said. Um, you know, interesting loss against the Jets over the weekend, but I do think you know come playoffs they'll be. They'll be there or thereabouts. Um, the Dolphins, I don't, I don't think. You know, I watched them against the Bears yesterday. I don't think they are really built for a long um, postseason run. I don't think the defense really has uh, the weapons it needs at this stage. Um, you know, whether Bradley Chubb makes a big difference going forward, um, that's probably a thing to watch and, and probably the key thing they would need to to propel them forward. The Jets, I don't think, are quite ready. I mean. They are winning games, but the quarterback position hasn't, you know, to win big playoff games, your quarterback really needs to put teams on his back at times. And that's something we just quite haven't quite seen so far. Um, one team I'd be sort of keeping an eye on would be the Chargers for a second half run. Um, they've got the weapons 
they just need a few players to come back from injury. Um, but I do think they're a team that can make some noise that perhaps haven't been, you know, have been dragging a little bit in the first half of the season. Now, we also saw news uh, today, coming up today, that the Colts have fired uh, their coach um, and uh, they put Jeff Saturday in charge, who doesn't really have a whole lot of uh, coaching credentials. He's the interim boss. But uh, why have things gone so badly wrong for the Colts? I mean, they sit second at AFC South. I thought looking at the beginning of the season, on paper at least, they, their roster looked pretty strong. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, going back a couple of years, what the Colts really had going for them is, is they had a fantastic offensive line. Um, they've always had a very strong running game. They've got one of the top running backs in the, you know, in the NFL, and they've got a good wide receiver group. Um, just one thing they really haven't been able to get right since Andrew Luck retired is the quarterback position. You know, they've tried a, a bunch of different players from, you know, veterans like Philip Rivers and, and now... Matt Ryan, as well as a, a bunch of rookies, and, and unfortunately, they're one of those teams that until they fix their quarterback position um, and, and have that player complement the rest of the team, that's going to be a real challenge for them to, to get traction and go forward. And you've also seen, you know, as a result of that, the offensive line now take a bit of a dip. So I think Jeff Saturday, you know, it's interesting because I, I remember watching him play only a few years ago. Um, but I, I think he's he's in there to sort of keep the team cohesion going. He's sort of a, you know, a player-led uh, head coach, um, and, and you need that for teams that sort of aren't going anywhere to have some of that sort of you know um, players coach approach, and and perhaps look to get someone that can help with that rebuild, and perhaps an offensive mind um, as the head coach uh, going into next year. Uh, just before we let you go, Shiraz, uh, some big games next week. Which one of these are you definitely watching? Is it the Vikings and the Bills, or is it going to be uh, the Chargers and the Forty ers Which way are you going to go? Yeah, I'd have to pick the Chargers and 49ers. Um, you know, those are two teams that I think, I mean, the 49ers coming out of bye week, um, I do think, uh, will be ready to go. The Chargers are a good watch, usually. Um, there's a couple other games I'd like to see, though. Um, I do think the Buccaneers, Seahawks, to me, screams upset. Yeah. Um, I, I'd see, you know, a, a chance for that Seahawks team to make to make a bit of a splash. Um, but uh, but also, like you mentioned, the, the Bills-Vikings Um I do wonder whether the Vikings are who we thought they, who we think they are, or whether this is going to be a bit of a reality check. If the Vikings do win, I do think that you know, um, perhaps, um, perhaps I'm not giving them as much credit, but that's going to be the asset test for me. So those three games are, are what I've got on the radar. Yeah, good stuff, Shiraz. Thanks very much for coming on, mate. Uh, always good to talk, uh, talk NFL with you. Go well. Have a great weekend, eh? You too. Thanks, Ricardo. Cheers, mate. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.